Let's talk about uh, something proactive uh, when it comes to your kids and trying to get them to stop vaping that was passed in Ottawa yesterday. Health Canada announced a ban on vaping ads Canada-wide as of August, according to the 2018-2019 Student um, Tobacco Alcohol Drug Survey that is nationwide. 20% of Canadian high school students said that they used e-cigarettes in the last month. 20%, which is double the rate reported in 2016 and 2017. And the government clearly wants to change that, hoping that the advertisements or lack thereof will help a bit. Rob Cunningham is senior policy analyst at the Canadian Cancer Society, and he joins the show. Rob, good to have you on. Kelly, thanks for having me. Good to be with you. This is great news for uh, you, especially, uh, you, you know, um, a lot of people have been pushing for this ban before there was a ban announced on vaping ads in Canada. Where did we sit? Because we had restriction on content, correct? That's correct. So there were uh, national bans on people and ads, bans on lifestyle advertising, um, but there was no restriction on the location. So there was actually, when the tobacco company started to sell e-cigarettes in uh, 2018, they were using advertising, um, you know, um, um, on television, social media, radio, in, in Dundas Square beside the Eaton Centre in Toronto. Um, it was everywhere. It was billboards. Um, and that's simply wrong, that kids should be exposed to advertising um, in this way for this addictive product. And this extensive advertising uh, was contributing, uh, has contributed to this dramatic increase in youth vaping. So these uh, regulations um, you know, announced by Health Minister Patty Hyde are, are very welcome and we support them. How did you, how do you know that the advertising actually was directly uh, impacted youth vaping? I mean, do you have metrics on that? I mean, the social media, the fact that they were advertising e-cigarettes on social media, to me, targets a younger demographic for sure, uh, depending on what social media it is. And I would imagine tobacco companies are pretty savvy in that they uh, know where their audience is. But, but do you have metrics to support the campaigns actually leading to increased youth vaping? Well, uh, there's a couple of things. One is we have decades experience with tobacco and uh, we have internal documents of tobacco companies of how they targeted kids. We have the Supreme Court of Canada concluding that advertising increases consumption. And it's really, it's really the same companies in the United States. We have jewel um, that is now being sued by multiple state governments for targeting kids. Uh, there's been internal statements and material that's come out uh, from insiders uh, with respect to their behavior. And we just have to look at the ads <laughs> that Jewel was using, you know, with attractive young people. And this is not targeting an older demographic. We know that advertising works. And, um, and, and that's why, you know, these, uh, these regulations are, are so essential. I mean, it's still early years um, for e-cigarettes with nicotine being sold uh, legally in Canada. Um, but, you know, to have this such an incredible, dramatic, huge, quick change in terms of youth vaping is of tremendous concern, and these regulations are going to help. The ban applies to all retail locations and online stores that sell e-cigarettes, except for adult-only establishments. I I understand as well that uh, while some point-of-sale regulations will be implemented on September 6th, uh, or August 7th is when it goes into effect, some will be implemented to onto August 6th. Do you know which ones and why that are getting a, a longer lead time? So it's really retail. 
um, that's longer. And for Ontario already has some provincial regulations in place for retail. So there may not be that much of a difference there, but it's really going to be the online uh, vendors uh, hmm. that are going to have to um, cover up. I mean, and have some better controls. It's going to have to be, you just, you just can't have a website that people can see uh, to get into it. You just can't say, are you 19 and click a button and say, yes, there's going to have to be some legitimate ID verification for that. Well, how would you do that? Well, this I seems mean, impossible it, almost. Yeah, in the United States, they have some new technologies where people, you know, take an image of their driver's What, knees and neck? There's a good tell well, for a woman on your age. Knees and your neck. <laughs> um, it's true. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I uh, so this is going to evolve in terms of exactly what the appropriate process is. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we can, we can see a little bit what's happening for cannabis in Canada. But in, in terms of how they do uh, age verification for online sales, they've been in the province, but also in the United States. Um, hmm. You know, and we have this we have this greater ability now. You know, with Zoom and um, you know with um, you know FaceTime and things like that to uh, see who is actually trying to purchase. You know, is this person in the ID and is this a legitimate ID? So there's there's technologies evolved. Um, so there are uh, greater opportunities uh, for verification. Um, and you know, there, there are still some other locations, uh, where ads will be allowed, uh, such as inside vape shops, um, where kids can't go, um, mm-hmm. maybe bars, you know, where, um, you know, it's supposed to be adults only, uh, a few other locations like that. We would have preferred a total ban except in vape shops, but these regulations are huge, huge events. And, and we thank the minister. Why did it take so long? Couldn't they have just applied it to the tobacco regulations? Like it applied the tobacco regulations to the new products? We would have liked that uh, when this bill was going through Parliament a few years ago. Uh, that was our recommendation. But, you know, unfortunately, sometimes it's like that intersection. You have to have a traffic accident uh, before hmm. you get a traffic light. Yeah, and but these are kids we're talking about. <laughs> I understand. And, you know, we had our recommendations at the time. But people didn't really have, we didn't really have this experience of e-cigarette advertising in Canada. And uh, what actually happened is what transpired is what we predicted and we feared. Um, and, and then people have acted, um, you know, they, they've seen it and, and they've seen the impact and this, this increase in youth vaping, um, this data has really, um, prompted governments to act and there's more that can be done. Yeah. Uh, what, what else would you like to see, uh, done? Because I think the message out there that vaping is safe is, is one that people seem to grasp onto. Well, one thing that can be done is to have a maximum nicotine level of 20 milligrams per milliliter. This is the standard of the European Union with 28 countries. Right now, we have some brands in Canada that are sold almost at triple that level, 59 or 57 milligrams per milliliter. And that's really addicting for kids. So that's that's a very easy regulation for the federal government uh, to adopt. Nova Scotia has already adopted it. Um, BC has said they're going to do it. Um, Quebec has said they're looking at it. Uh, and, um, you know, it's very straightforward. And yesterday in the news release, uh, Minister Heidi said that they are uh, continuing to examine uh, regulations uh, with respect to maximum nicotine level and also flavors. So the thousands of potential flavors out there are attractive for kids. There's no reason that we need that. And so there's an opportunity um, to act on flavors Already Nova Scotia and uh, PI has got draft regulations as well to ban flavors except tobacco. 
there's more U.S. states that have done that. Um, and then provincially, Ontario um, has adopted a measure, effective July 1st, that will require any uh, e-cigarette that has uh, higher nicotine, more than 20 milligrams, and uh, any flavors, except for tobacco and mint and menthol, could be sold at specialty stores only. So that'll limit the number of stores. That'll mm-hmm. make enforcement more targeted. Um, so there's, there's a package of measures. PEI has age 21 as a minimum for tobacco and cigarettes. That'd be something that would be good for Ontario to do as well, as we've seen in the United States. Okay, so this is a good first step, but we need to make uh, further steps in order to curb youth vaping. Rob, it's a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks very much, Kelly. Rob Cunningham, Senior Policy Analyst at the Canadian Cancer Society, talking about Health Canada. As of August 7th, no more vaping ads can be seen in places where, you know, your under-18-year-old could be present. That's pretty much almost everywhere.